Yes, Father God, there is a war going on, and those sounds are way too familiar now. I pray, Father God, that you give us ears to hear today and eyes to see and a heart to change, to be uh, submitted to your word, your truth, that the fear of the Lord would sustain us and contain us and correct us, Lord God, those who yet have that opportunity to know your word and to draw from your word, Lord God, through their instruction, through their uh, upbringing, that you would cause us to look to you, Lord God, for it is in you and in you alone, God, that we can be sustained in the midst of this thing that's coming upon the earth. And I pray, Father God, that we would not be drawn into the wickedness of the evil one. We would not be deceived. We would not be... um, uh, taken off deceived as you as your word says in daniel we would not be deceived we would be would stay on on target with your word with your truth with your hope with your joy and i pray father god that you would give us now your revelation and your wisdom and your divine protection and that is no joke we need your divine protection father god that those who would speak truth become a prey to the evil one, that you'd protect those who tr- still tell truth and stand for the truth and love the truth, Father. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, yeah. in Matthew chapter 6, verse 13, Jesus said, as he's giving guidance as to how to pray, and do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil, it says in the King James. In New King James, it says, deliver us from the evil one, for yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Yeah. And so we, uh, the temptations, some of the temptations that uh, true believers are facing in these days right yes, now. Yes, there are some. Yeah, well, part of it is we're tempted with what we see going on in our world, in our cities right now. We're tempted with uh, anger, fear, frustration, confusion, discouragement, dismay. Mm-hmm. Dismay is is something that's um, where you just you see these seemingly unresolvable problems, mm-hmm. and you're shocked and you're appalled, and it seems like there's nothing you can do to change things, and it leads us into uh, it can lead us into immobilization where we just as mm-hmm. God's people said so we just we're just shocked we're shell shocked and we don't know what to do. Yeah. Well, in, in Daniel, can I add to that? What Jesus was saying, Daniel said it first, I guess. Um, And it says uh, that he said there would be some of those of understanding even who shall fall uh, to to refine them, to purge them, and to make them white until the time of the end because it is still for an appointed time. There are are people even in the ranks of God that are going to be deceived and tricked into, and that's what he said. And Jesus says, first words in Matthew 24, as we lead us not into temptation, were, do not be deceived. And we are in those days. We are in the, the end days. We're in the days of the return of Jesus Christ. We're in that, uh, that just, you know, just previous to his return and, and correcting and judging and bringing an end to this mess 
were in those days. And Daniel said, even the elect, even those who've been brought up in God, who knew their Bibles, who are not, maybe not reading their Bibles anymore, even those people would be uh, tempted to be deceived and tricked in the last days. Well, I believe that a lot of professing Christians are going to be the persecutors of the true Christians in these days. Well, that's the way it always was. And that's the way it was. It was in the was early church, with, too. Was that with Jesus? Was that mm-hmm. uh, with, with Jesus and the religious leaders? Uh, John chapter, I mean, John, Jeremiah chapter 6, verse 7, as a fountain wells up with water, so she, referring to the city of Jerusalem, uh, wells up with her wickedness. Violence and plundering are heard in her. Mm. Before me are grief and wounds. Before me continually are grief and wounds. Well, this, this is, is what we're seeing. Jer- yeah, Jeremiah was looking at his city, his circumstance, his country, and this is so applicable today. Uh, you know, Ezekiel uh, talks about the same thing in Ezekiel chapter 7. These are not new things. These, the earth has been through the, these kind of cycles of rebellion and uh, what would you even call this? Well, it's, throwing it, off the things of God. Fall, it's the consequences uh, of following, following away, Satan, turning really, away from the Lord. Yeah, and really, I tell you what, you know, this is true. We must not hide our heads in the sand anymore and say, oh, well, we're going to be fine because we're the United States of America. You know what? We're, we are being judged by our own wickedness. And in Ezekiel, we have some similar, similar things that, that go on. Uh, that went on, I should say, and he warned the people, and Jeremiah warned the people, Daniel warned the people, and the people did not listen. Yeah. So can we, you find something in the... Yeah, in, and, well, just kind of getting through the, some of the verses here. Mm-hmm. Um, it says, uh, an end to end, Ezekiel chapter 7, last part of verse 2, an end and end has come upon the four corners of the land, now the end has come upon you, and I will send my anger against mm-hmm. you. I will judge you according to your ways, and I will repay you for all your abominations. And some of the things he says, a disaster. Yeah, verse 5. Uh, d- uh, verse 5, a disaster, a singular disaster. Behold, it has come. An end has come. An end has come. It is dawned before you. Behold, it has come. He talks about... Um, uh, my, I will repay you, verse 9, according to your ways and, to, and your abominations well, will be in your midst. Stop then for a second. you shall know that I am I the God. Lord who strikes. Well, look at the abominations. We got, you know, all God is asking, all Ezekiel is asking the people to do is acknowledge their sin, repent, confess their sins, and return to the Lord, fear the Lord. A, but that's a message that was rejected over and yeah. over again by Jeremiah. But the, the people of day, his day, yeah. Jeremiah, Isaiah, Ezekiel, even in our day, mm-hmm. there is a call. There has been a call for to repentance, holiness, repentance. But mm-hmm. but it has been for the well, large, listen. for the most part, rejected. Here it says in verse eleven of Ezekiel chapter seven, violence has risen up into a rod of wickedness. None of them shall remain. None of their multitude. None of them, and there mm-hmm. shall be no wailing for them. There shall nor shall there be wailing for them. The time has come, the day draws near. Well, even verse 10 says, Behold the day, behold it has come. Doom has gone out, the rod has blossomed. As you said, pride has has budded. This is, how many hundreds, centuries ago was this written? And yet, it's like uh, the morning newspaper here. Yeah, and verse 14, the first part of verse 14, uh, they have all 
they have blown the trumpet and made everyone ready. So there's been warning, Mm -hmm. but no one goes to the battle. Mm -hmm. In other words, people are standing down. Mm -hmm. Um, Verse 15, the sword is outside and the pestilence and famine within. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, uh, whoever's in the last part of verse 15, and whoever is in the city, famine and pestilence will devour him. Yeah. Okay. And it's no uh, safer in the country because it yeah. says whoever's in the field will die by the sword. Verse 17, every hand will be feeble and every knee will be as weak as water. But even reading these words that are written in God's word as an example, as a, a recommend, as a warning, whatever they would... We're not heeded back then. And for some reason, it seems like God's word is not often heeded uh, in time. And it's not often given. But let's look at verse 23. Make a chain for the land is filled with crimes of blood Mm -hmm. and the city is full of violence. Therefore, I will bring the worst of the Gentiles and they will possess their houses. In other words, some of the worst, the lowest of the people Mm-hmm. are going to possess the houses of pe- uh, of others. Um, uh, destruction comes, verse 25. They will seek peace, but there shall be none. Verse 26, disaster will come upon disaster, and rumor will be upon rumor. But then they will seek a vision from the prophet, but the law will perish from the priests and the counsel from the elders. In other words, there will not be a prophetic word of the Lord. They say, is there some word from God? And there's people that don't even have it, uh, uh, or, or won't, you know, they don't even know what it is. A lot of spiritual leaders have no idea mm-hmm. what Where the word at. of the Lord is anymore. Well, you know what? This is all very negative and very difficult to hear, and it is difficult to hear because we are in very difficult times. And yet, the thing that God would simply ask us to do is to trust Him. And I like how this is. In, in wrapped up kind of in Psalm 94, where we have been afflicted, we have been caught up in this in the choices, in the uh, opinions, in the uh, activities, actions of many other people who we do not necessarily agree with. But demonic is called demonic indoctrination. Well, you That's know, we have to we have centuries. denied the fact that we are in a spiritual war. We have denied that because we were able to just comfort ourselves with our food and our entertainments and our movies and our lifestyle for many years. And we didn't have to become serious about eternity, life and death, um, and and make uh, repent of the things that we and those of us have done before the Lord. And, you know, it's still time. You can still individually identify yourself as a son or daughter of the Most High God, and walk accordingly and know that you are ambassadors uh, from the kingdom of God to this earth. We do have a job to do. There is a war to be won. It already has been won in in eternity. Jesus Christ will come to bring justice, but you and I have to choose individually whether or not we're going to stand in having done all to stand. And what we want to say in this broadcast today is that we're, we're wanting to give you guidance, encouragement, hope to stand, how to stand in the midst of all this, how to stand in the midst of this chaos, wickedness and chaos. chaos. But back to, again, in, in Psalm 94, verse 4, um, uh, verse 3, Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked triumph? Mm-hmm. They utter speech and speak insolent things. We Insolent things. We see people just 
foul mouth, blaspheming police. Foolish, uh, foolish young people. Foolish young people, foul mouth young people. All the workers of iniquity boast in themselves. Yeah. Verse 5. Wait, wait, wait. Start with verse 1. I mean, I love what you're saying. It's all very cool and and, and helpful. But verse 1 says, O Lord God. So this is a prayer to God. And my mm-hmm. title says, Vengeance Belongs Only to God. O Lord God, to whom vengeance belongs. O God, to whom vengeance belongs, shine forth. We cannot sustain looking at this vile, putrid, I don't know, pouring out of lies through the media, rampant, through the channels, through the voices, insane. through the mouths of yeah. people who are literally demonized. You guys, the spiritual battle has now gone inside. It is, and, and you know, some of these things that are happening, there's no other way to explain the insanity and the madness and the hatred, even coming from the mouths of Christians, supposed Christians. There's no other way than through the understanding of this being demonic and God, rise up, O judge of the earth. That's our prayer. Rise up, O yes. judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked triumph? Verse 3. This is a prayer. This is a, a petition. This is a cry. This is terrifying. And the only place you're going to find any kind of help or comfort is in the vengeance of God, who will must, who must vindicate himself. You know, we're looking always for vindication, but if God does not vindicate himself and we're followers of him and of his son, Jesus Christ, then we too are brought to shame and destruction by the God of this world who is our enemy. And this is the enemy is operating through people that are conducting themselves in such a manner. As to worship the enemy of God. Yeah. And in verse 5 is a description of Psalm 94. They break in pieces your people, O Lord. Mm-hmm. And we, we read last week about those that uh, flee wickedness, become a prey. Mm-hmm. And, um, and deliver us from evil, Lord God. This is our prayer and cry even in these last days. Lord God, deliver us from evil, from the evil one, from the treacherous grip of the... See, a lot of people don't even know they need deliverance. They don't cry for deliverance because they're so overtaken by deliverance that they don't see themselves as anything but fine. Yeah, they, 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 they see themselves as totally, absolutely, completely justified right. by their rage, their violence, their anger, their thievery, their hatred, their spewing. And these are not them. These are demons. But it's pretty hard to reason with a demon. It's pretty hard to talk sense or counsel into a demon. And therefore, God is allowing people to be judged by their own choices and decisions and, and allegiances and agreements that they have made with distrust. This is where we trust God for vengeance, to, to, for, for restoration, for uh, protection, for um, uh, vindication. And here's what's going on too. Verse 6 of Psalm 94, they slay the widow and the stranger and murder the fatherless. Yeah. How many little children are murdered in, in, in the onslaught of all of this yeah. um, justice, Violence, freedom, and, and rioting? L- looting, destruction of property, destruction of lives. Yet they say, the verse Lord, 7, the Lord does, does not see, see, nor does the God mm-hmm. of Jacob understand. There's a scripture that says there's God is not in all his thoughts. In other words, there's no... Thought of God in no his thought. thought of God in this. In his thought. Verse 8. Understand you senseless among the people. 
This is what we've got is senselessness, stupidity. And he says, you fools, when will you be wise? Foolishness. When will you be wise? And the answer in many cases is never for some people. (laughs) Well, you know, the problem is is many of these, these, uh, the, the sad thing, the tragic thing about these young lives, old lives, whoever's lives have been caught up in this thing is that they have been lied to from the beginning. They were deprived of the fear of the Lord, the revelation of God, the story of Jesus Christ, salvation, or some of them actually were exposed to a twisted version of that through their churches even, and became now to the place where the the real thing here is some people don't believe there's a God, and some people are joining because they're bitter against God. They don't trust God anymore. They they told they were told they could trust God, but they see that God failed to 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 keep uh, answer their prayers whatever, and they're now very super bitter against God. And this is the distrust that causes them to throw in their lot with the people who are riotous against God. Now let's contrast this a little bit. Verse 12 of Psalm 94, blessed is the man whom you instruct, O Lord, mm-hmm. and teach out of your law. There are still people who are trusting God and following his word. And are righteous, upright, love the truth, honorable, uh, good. That you may give him rest from the day of adversity until the pit is dug for the wicked. The wicked are basically digging their own pit under the influence of Satan. Yeah. Well, this the, yeah. For the Lord will not cast off his people nor forsake his inheritance, his true ones, but judgment will return to the to, righteous. to righteousness, and the upright in heart will follow it. And then he says in verse 16, this is interesting, who will rise up for me against the evildoers? This is a question we could ask in our day. Who's going to put a stop to this? Who's going to say no? Mm-hmm. Who, who's going to bring some sense. justice and mm-hmm. sense in this? Who will stand up for me against the workers of iniquity? And 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 it's interesting here, um, verse uh, 20 and, and following, shall the throne of iniquity which devises evil by law have fellowship with you? We've got so many evil, evil laws. laws. We're mm-hmm. devising iniquity right. through law. We're instituting. We're, we're legalizing uh, uh, things that are an abomination to God, exactly. like abortion, and and we're legalizing things that are contradictory to laws that have been there forever, and we're making sin legal is what we're doing. Yeah. But that does not make it right, and that doesn't give you a free pass before the Lord God. I don't care how many laws we pass in favor of sin and iniquity and bless and and endorse and um you know and the problem is too like you said earlier if you stand up against these folly uh, foolish ways you become a prey you become a target you become an a, you you become something that must be removed by their their vengeance and their vendetta so we um need we need protection. We yeah. need God's help. There's a scripture, and I don't recall exactly where it is right now. It says, Woe unto those who make unrighteous decrees. Oh. And this is what's happening through Supreme Court decisions. Yeah. It's happening through uh, local and uh, state and national individual, legislation. Individual decrees and declarations. Listen, people, you are an individual. You will stand before the Lord God 
to give an account for everything. I don't care who, if you think you're, you're there's no one that's, uh, that's immune from this. There's no one that ex- exempt from this. We will all stand before the Almighty God to give an account of ourselves. And that is going to be a dreadful, fearful, terrible, horrible day that you will not want to have in your life. You will not have to have ever here, depart from me, ye workers of iniquity. I'm not saying this. God said it. God said this is what the bottom line is going to be. And when he, once he says that, there is no turning back. There is no second chance. After that, you're done. And so it's it's very... Please, for the sake of your own eternal destiny, for the sake of the people you might still kind of love, please hear us turn from iniquity, turn from wickedness, go back to the Lord, come back to his truth and trust him. There's no one else that can help us in these days. He says um, in verse 17, unless the Lord had been my help, my soul would have soon settled in silence. If I say my foot slips, your mercy, O Lord, will hold me up. In the multitude of my anxieties within me, you, your comforts delight my soul. Delight your soul in the comforts of God in the midst of this terrible, terrible thing that's happening is quite a feat to be comforted in God and delivered from the anxiety that Satan would put upon us. But we must stand, and having done all, we must stand with courage, knowing God is God, and God knows who is who. Verse 21, they gather together against the life of the righteous and condemn innocent blood. Oh, my. Is, do we need to elaborate on that? I don't no. think so. It's... Verse 22, But the Lord has been my defense, mm-hmm. and my God, the rock of my refuge, he has brought on them their own iniquity, and he shall cut them off in their own wickedness. The Lord our God shall cut them off. I think this is cool. This is this is Psalm ninety four. You need to read it and meditate on for your own self, for your own strength, for your own encouragement. We, that's why we need to read the Word of God because it's full of exactly everything that we need to to know from God. He is judge, the judge. He is just. He is righteous. He knows those that are His. He knows those that uh, He knows how to defend. He knows how to deliver. And you know, like they said in the Hebrews and the three Hebrews in the fiery furnace, if the Lord doesn't deliver us, you know, with if what he what he does, he does. But we're not going to bow. We're not going to give in. And so God delivered them um, according to their word and for His own sake and testimony. And we're going to talk about deliverance here and and uh, deliver us from evil. Yeah. Deliver us from evil. Mm-hmm. Acts chapter two verse forty. I'm reading from the Amplified Bible. This is Peter preaching on the day of Pentecost. He says, and Peter solemnly and earnestly, he talked about, you know, how you need to receive Jesus and believe in him. And Acts 2.40, and Peter solemnly and earnestly witnessed, testified, and admonished or exhorted with much more continuous speaking and warned, reproved, advised, encouraged them, saying, be saved from this crooked, perverse, wicked, unjust generation. So he says, he's, he's speaking, warning them, be saved. You're living in an unjust, uh, wicked, perverse generation. If that was true then, how much more is it now? But we have to remember that in the days of Noah, let's look at this for a little bit. Well, you know, and Isaiah said, you know, 520, you, you, Marjorie, mentioned, we talked about unrighteous laws and decrees. 
He says, woe unto them, Isaiah 520, who call evil good and good evil would put sweet for bitterness and bitterness for sweet. Woe unto those who call evil. We're called evil people. Evil actions are exalted and praised. Unrighteous actions are decried and attacked. But uh, in our day, but in the days of Noah, the Bible says that the uh, earth was full of violence. Genesis chapter six. Right. The earth was filled with violence. And the the thoughts of men's hearts were only evil, uh, evil continually. continually. Yeah. So there was a, 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 just a horrible, horrible situation. And um, but Noah, so, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. So one so man, one man in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation that had been given over for for centuries. They had been given over to paganism, demonized. They had cross-pollinated. Cross. They had. There was nephilim nep- giants. Yeah, there were in the earth crosses between humans fallen and, angels and fallen and, angels and, and humans and, and monsters. There was and, and, and idolatry, uh, perversions, uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. All of this stuff was just beyond the Sodom and Gomorrah had not yet happened actually they that came yeah, after that came the tower, after the tower of babel but um but the thing is that these violent acts this hatred against god satan has risen up against god and in coming to god's face on a number of occasions through these last 6000 or so years when we've been on this planet he's risen up in his fury to bring a, a mutiny against God and he had to use the people to do it satan has got to get the people to kill themselves because he can't kill us without our permission because we are the ones God has given us power and satan gets his power from us he gets his power when we yield it to him through fear, through distrust, through rebellion against God, every time we agree with Satan, whether it's a little fear of anxiety or worry or rebellion or contempt or hatred or distrust, we are giving Satan our power. Jesus gave it back to us and he said, I give you power over all the power of the enemy. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loose in heaven. Isaiah said, God said, command ye meet things concerning my sons and daughters and the work of my hands. So God has given us the power that he gave us in, in Genesis when he said, uh, you know, you have power over the fish, over the beasts, over the birds, da, 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 you know, authority over the earth. And yet Satan had no power except the power he stole from us because he, he got his power through lying, through conniving. And now he's, he, he has to incite us against God. And he did this in Noah's day. He's done this, you know, uh, in the days of, of Israel and, and Judah, when they rebelled against God, they were worshiping pagan, they were following the pagan ways. Um, Satan has a narrative that's been there the whole time. His narrative is hatred of God, paganism, do it yourself, it's up to you, God doesn't care, you know, indulge your lusts, the flesh, whatever you want to do, you know, it, But it all brings ultimately death and destruction in the end. So now Satan is raising up his face against God again through the people, but he has to use people. Remember, the Bible does say that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. We do not wrestle against flesh and blood. That's not our real battle. Our real battle is is against the the powers of darkness, uh, you know, um, 
And and when we when we don't realize that and we begin to turn on each other, we're actually giving Satan our power to destroy one another and in the process destroy ourselves. So this is why everything is divided. Everybody's in setting up in opposition to each other, to themselves, because of this long-standing hatred, absolute hatred between God and Satan. And the reason Satan is so hateful of God is because Satan knows his end. Satan knows he's already been damned, condemned to the, the, the pit, the, you know, to be destroyed forever. He knows that. And the only way he gets any any comfort, if you can call it that, in his existence now is to destroy and pluck or try to pluck out of the hand of God those that belong to God. And so human beings are right now on in a the massive balance. scale yeah. are opening themselves up to the to the control of Satan. Well, the, the, yeah, in an and probably an uh, almost unprecedented way well, because the, there's more people on the earth. We've got uh, we've got electronic media to communicate. Yeah, we've been indoctrinated with lies for so long. Mm-hmm. So we have. Uh, well, o- just think of the plots against us. There's up. almost almost an endless number of plots. I mean, the food that we eat sets us up to get sick, to get cancer. The vibrations are screwed with um, the 5G and all kinds of other things. We we eat things that create excitotoxins in our brains. We 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 brush our teeth with things that make us passive or or sterile. We we we're all filled with uh, the, the attack against the human body which is vulnerable, and this human soul, which has been programmed by the body of death. The, the, the demonic, uh, I don't know what, assignment agenda against the human being is we cannot overcome it without the Word of God, without staying in the Word of God, without God's Spirit being in us. And God's Spirit is still in His people. But I'm going to tell you something. When God's Spirit is withdrawn and the restrainer is pulled away and the people who have the Holy Spirit in them are taken away, then there will be nothing but Satan's rule. Yeah, and we ain't seen nothing yet when that happens. But let's, let's look at us. Jesus prayed. In John 17, he prayed for his people. Yeah. Not that he he would that we would be taken out of the world, that we would be kept from the evil one. Yeah. And he said, you know, he just made it clear in Matthew 10:22, um, and you will be hated by all for my name's sake. That's right. But he who endures to the end will be saved. So we're enduring to the end by the grace of God, by the keeping power of the Holy Spirit. Here, here's the deal, too. You know, in the book of Acts, Acts chapter 4, you know, the people were, you know, persecuted by the government, okay? They're persecuted by the uh, religious leaders and the governmental leaders. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where the persecution comes from, from the religion and the politics, right? This is where the persecution Well, this is comes. where Satan holds the power. He wants to hold the power in the government. He wants to hold He's the power the in religion. He's the prince of this world. And so he, he, those power bases for him are very critical. And so he sends out, emanates forth the persecution against the righteous. But, uh, you know, in the book of Acts, the, the church was um, persecuted and crushed. And, and the more it was crushed and persecuted, the more the people were martyred and the more the church grew. And, and then there was other... That Satan said that's not working to get rid of them because they testify to the truth and their blood just brings forth more power for God. 
that he began to instigate another way to attack the church by coming inside of the church and by setting up these false religions. But the thing that, and the counterfeit gospel has has really been part of that. Uh, But the thing is, God knows all about this. And God is, in these days, is even more uh, apparent and present to help us than he was before. His, he's more willing to answer prayers, your cry today, even I believe, because it's more earnest, it's more, it's more uh, dangerous, it's more uh, all widespread. You know, in the book of Acts, there were people who were not instigating, there, there wasn't what we have today. There wasn't that kind of oppression. We are in days that are even more intense than the book of Acts. And yet God said and taught the people you know, he was going to be the one to save us from this perverse generation. And look what they did when they were threatened. And they said, the government leaders and religious leaders says, don't preach Jesus. We don't, we don't want to, um, we're not going to allow you mm-hmm. to preach Jesus. What did they do? They prayed for boldness. Yeah, they prayed. They, they got together. They prayed. They cried out to him, you are God. We're not going to be intimidated. Mm-hmm. We're going to follow you no matter what. And they asked for boldness Mm -hmm. to stand against evil, to stand for the truth. And we need to, church, believer, are you listening? You need to toughen up. You need to toughen up. Jeremiah chapter 12, verse 4 through 6, he says to Jeremiah, he was complaining about how tough was things were. Mm -hmm. And he said, God said to Jeremiah, if you've run with the footmen, with with the soldiers, with the infantry, and they've worn you out, what are you going to do when the horses come? And the chariots. So you, we need to come into that place of, of strength with the Lord. Well, and I think one of the things that's very important is, it says, wherever two or three are gathered in my name and to pray, you know, I mean, you may not be able to find more than two or three because there's such a divisiveness even in the church. And so, but here's the bottom line. You think it's too big. It's too much overwhelming. I'm nothing. I can't do anything. But please do try one more thing before you completely be overtaken by Satan's tsunami. Do one more thing. Ask God to help you. Pray. Cry out to God. One little prayer, one little cry. He will hear. He will hear. You You and I have judged God as being limited and uninterested. And we have sinned in a, a limiting God. He is, you read the book of Revelation. This is not done yet. God is going to have a few more things to say. But I want to make sure that I and my family and the people I love are on God's side when he says, okay, time to cast your ballot. This is it. Done. Some final advice here from Romans chapter 12. Uh, last part of verse 16. It says, do not be wise in your own opinion. And following verses, repay no one evil for evil. Mm-hmm. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. If it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Mm-hmm. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath. For it is written, I, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. For in doing so, you will heap coals of fire on his head. Verse 21, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Yes, Father God, we thank you for the courage, the grace, the strength, the power of your spirit to cause us to do that which is right in your sight, to continue to trust you, to continue to rejoice 
to rest to receive the revelation of Jesus Christ. And I, Father, pray that those who have drifted away from reading their Bible and filled their time with other things, that they would go back, that they'd repent, that they'd ask you to give them grace and strength to read the Word of God clear, not contaminated, not distracted, not filled with other thoughts, but really purely uh, may the true, lovely Word of God refresh our souls and feed and wash and cleanse and heal and bring hope and restoration. For we do not yet know everything yet that you, Lord God, might do to help us. So we give you praise and we thank you, Lord, that you are with us. And bless each one who is here, who is listening. Father, encourage our hearts, make us sober, and Lord God, keep us safe, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I have an emergency. What is your location? Because there's a war for your soul.